Hello. Tonight I'm thinking about writing, story analysis, and truthful fiction. I've been part of a writing circle for, well, must be a year and a half. It started, I believe, in the beginning of 2020 um, as a way to try to get some reflection on the work that I've been trying to do, get some inspiration and to do more work, and to broaden my horizons. I talked to some people about writing over time, but I it didn't have a lot of focus. It was kind of the, the authors that I knew I might talk a little bit about the work that they're doing and try to, to understand it a little bit, try to, to, to bask in their glory and figure out what I wanted to do. Over the last few years, I've, I've really felt the ambition, ambition, desire, I'm not sure what it is, to tell stories, to be a storyteller. And I've done a little bit of this and a little bit of that over time. I've done some, I did write, uh, direct, edit, uh, record, edit an audio drama, um, which went out uh, a couple of years ago uh, called What Was That? Uh, reinterpretation of a classic audio drama. And I've done, I've done a number of audio drama scripts over the years. Um, I'm, I'm kind of keen. We just had a local theater festival called Notable Acts. And it is a, it is a festival of new plays, new playwrights. And every spring they hold a competition to, um, to, find the new plays and new playwrights that are going to be part of the festival. And every year I realize all too late that <laughs> it's come up already and I haven't written anything. So I'm, I'm really trying to keep in the front of my mind, the idea that I do actually want to try to write a play, uh, to get produced. They're, they're short plays. They tend to be between five and 10 minutes, sometimes uh, situational plays or, 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 um, location-based plays. A lot of them are done in outside, outside locations. So they were quite happy to do them, uh, this year. And, and they did them all streamed, uh, last year, uh, streamed on YouTube, uh, as well as there's a feature play, um, which I, I have the, the pleasure often of interviewing folks that are involved with the festival. I know several of the performers over the years. I've interviewed a lot of people in local theater, uh, including uh, the fellow who I've nicknamed the Grand Puba of theater in the, in the area. And I've now bestowed him with this title, and, and he seems not to <laughs> not to mind too much. Uh, it's it's a great running gag. But I, it's it's theater is one of those things I'd like to tackle. It's not. I, I think I know audio theater a little bit better than I do stage theater. I've never been trained in any of this stuff. And that's, that's, you know, that's my entire life, except for computer science. I've never been trained in anything. I just do it anyway. Uh, if I've got the gumption, if I've got that mojo working for me, um, and that has been something I've been sorely lacking over the last couple of years. Well, more this year. Um, I haven't written anything since, uh, since December, essentially. If you have been a, a long-term listener of Wandering Out Loud, or if you are, are Dog Day's um, uh, historian, <laughs> if you've listened to it in the past, uh, for the Dog Days of Advent for the, the Christmas season, these last two years, I've written and produced um, a short uh, novella, essentially. Uh, kind of novella, a little bit novelette this side, this time, maybe it'll get longer, I don't know. Uh, for the last couple of years, I've written something and, 
uh, I really enjoyed that. And it's, it's a universe that I want to explore again and see how it, how it goes. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the universe is. It's, it's kind of the weird thing about the pantsing style of writing that I have, which is I write to find out what the story is. And then once I've figured out what the story is, theoretically, I should edit to <laughs> find out what the rest of the story is and to make the universe make sense. Um, I'm not as good at the editing part. I, I, I find there's a lot of thrill for me when I'm actually writing something forward and not nearly as much thrill when I'm editing. I need to over, get over that. I really do. And I know that intellectually, but emotionally, I'm, I'm not quite there. So part of the reason joining this, this, uh, this writing circle was to, to be able to have other people talk about the editing and to really tell me what I should be looking at and, and point out the things that are completely oblivious to me. Uh, and that's, there's a fair amount as it turns out, um, even simple spelling mistakes that I would consistently make. Uh, it was, uh, quite interesting. So, and we went through as the, the most recent exercise, I went through the Christmas story that I just produced and because I had to produce it all, it, it, it went out. Uh, and it got a major edit during the process of production, which was, is always a mistake. And then kind of sat there and I presented it to them in chapters and they went through it and, and reflected back to me numerous great ideas. There's not a lot of groundbreaking things that are going to change in that story, but there's some elements I do want to change. And even sometimes it's as small as a few words. Sometimes it's as big as, oh, this character really needs a rethink. I really need to know who this character is in more depth than I display on the page so that I, I can I can overall uh, present them properly. Uh, but I haven't written anything new, and this is something that's frustrating me. Now we've had, I think this is my, my third meeting coming up tomorrow where I haven't had anything I could submit. I haven't had any writing that's been flowing for me and it's frustrating. And I can feel myself falling into that, uh, sort of classical worry pattern of, or it's almost a depressive pattern. It's close to a depressive pattern. It can lead into a depressive pattern where it's sort of the, the self doubt kicks in, uh, the longer it is before I can write again, the more doubt I have that I can do it. I'm, I'm encountering the same thing right now in my role-playing game running, and the weather has been a convenient, if appropriate, and legitimate excuse for not running recently, but uh, it is it is frustrating me. And people who don't understand this process, don't understand what writer's block can really be, what, what uh, self-confidence problems can really be don't understand this. And it, it's frustrating there too, because I feel, I feel all of the negative feelings. I feel like a failure. I feel like a, a fraud. I feel like a, uh, I'm empty. I feel like I'm, I'm, I should abandon it all. Uh, I should run away. I should just give up. And I don't want to do that. I really do want to be a storyteller. I do really want to tell, and it's not, it's weird. Why do I want to be a storyteller? Because I feel a thrill in telling stories. I, I feel it a, an amazement at dis exploring universes. And when they're my own universe, it's even more amazing to me. I do love to read. I, I read all kinds of books all the time. Um, I'm, I'm only reading one fiction book at the moment, but I'm almost done that one. And I'm almost done two of the other nonfiction books I'm reading. And so I'm going to turn into a heavy fiction phase. <laughs> so of the four books I'm reading at the same time, three will be nonfiction or sorry, three will be fiction and that'll be a joyful, uh, experience. But, uh, I, I don't know what it is about that. I don't know what it is about the motivation to create, but I have it. I have that, that urge to create that need, a burning need. And it is, enough to f keep fanning the flames despite all the self-doubt that I experience. Uh, 
But it is it is an experience to 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 look at someone else's story critically, which is not something I typically have done before. I haven't done a lot of story analysis. I haven't done a lot of breakdowns of stories. I've read a few things that have been about them. There was a great book the, uh, a few years ago that tried to bridge both role-playing games and stories uh, called Hamlet's Hit Points um, by one of the preeminent figures in, in role-playing games whose name has just escaped me. Um, but he's written some of the bigger books. Uh, Robin Laws, I think, actually, is the one that wrote that. Uh, or, or he may have been the co-conspirator. Anyway, uh, he, uh, uh, in that book, it, it analyzes uh, several stories, including Hamlet, in terms of beats and where they're going and all that. It was a remarkably interesting thing to me. I, I couldn't quite feel it out. It, it, in a lot of analyses like that, I always feel like, They've got a particular schema they're working on, and they'll 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 hammer that schema onto whatever story they're analyzing, and by God, it's going to fit, even if it doesn't actually fit. And it feels like, to a certain degree, that was what was there. And I I bristle at that because um, I really want the schema to fit. That's how I think. I think in terms of schemas that fit, the pattern language of programming that I'm I'm very comfortable with. That's how it's described. There are specifically open spaces where they allow the things to adapt and mutate as necessary to fit the particular problem, but the the patterns fit regardless of of uh, the, the the system you're working on, uh, and they're very adaptable. Whereas this this pattern he was proposing, I I'm missing some of the fundamentals to really understand it. I I, I understand that the exposure to it. But it felt like it was a, a he had a really good hammer, so he was going to hammer everything around. That's not entirely fair. I think it actually is a legitimate analysis, but it wasn't one that really resonated with me. In the process of reading other people's work and trying to provide them feedback, I'm paying a lot more attention to the words. I'm paying a lot more attention to the schemes that are going on in terms of the plots or in terms of the themes or in terms of the, the descriptions, all of that stuff. I'm, I'm literally paying word by word uh, attention to it. With the intention that when I get used to doing this with someone else's work, I can turn that same skill towards my own. Uh, And a few times I have taken my own submissions and tried to edit them or tried to analyze them the way that someone else reading it might. And I found some some interesting errors or or loopholes or problems. And I didn't always have the time to do that because I'm a very slow reader and a very, as it turns out, an even slower analyzer of, of stories. Um, so I don't always get a chance to do that through, through, with my own submissions, but I feel like if I'm going to turn my attention to editing that story and turning it into something more, I, I will be able to do that. And so I spent this evening doing that. That's why I'm thinking about it. Um, we had a, only a couple of submissions this week, one of them, six pages, the other one, 12. I just finished reading the six page one. I took me four hours to do so. Because every every sentence, every word, every line, I was looking at it and going, how does this fit within everything? Now, this isn't exactly the, the, the kind of analysis the writer is looking for, but it's the kind of analysis which I feel like I can provide. And I hope that there are some useful um, useful things. They can ignore, you know, if I, if I pick apart a spelling or, or something like that. Uh, that's fine. I have no problem if they threw out 90% of what I was doing. That's not the point of me doing it. The point of me doing it is to get used to looking that closely at the story and also looking backward, pulling back and going, okay, they mentioned this. Does that make sense with what was said before? That sort of thing. I'm really enjoying it. And it, it, I wrote 14 pages on this six page story of notes, uh, about, uh, the, what was going on, how I felt some of the word choices didn't work or 
POV shifts or, you know, uh, words that don't mean what you think they mean, which is something we all fall uh, victim to. And it was delightful. Now I have to go and read the 12 page story. The 12 page story, that writer, I find I, I have less of that kind of thing to, to write about. Uh, I'm not sure why, but that particular writer's style seems to fit with my style of analysis or my style of story. And that's the interesting thing about this too, is, is I haven't studied this. I have read books on story writing and I've got a number that I'm, I'm still processing and going through. I'm, when I say I'm switching over to three, uh, non, three fiction and one nonfiction, the one nonfiction is going to be about writing. It's going to be about story. Uh, the next round after I finish the current round is probably going to be about half and half nonfiction. At least one of those books is going to be about gaming. One of them is going to be about writing and then at least one fiction book, if not two. Um, these are all different media, which is why they, they come up. One's an audio book. I've said this before. One's an audio book. One's a, uh, a Kindle book on my phone, a Kindle book on the Kindle, and then, uh, usually a physical book. I also have many PDFs to read. So, but I, what I find is that there are there are things that I'm discovering that I agree with. There are things that I, I, just, I discover about the style. And one of the practices I'm doing and why it was 14 pages is I'm going at this and I'm saying something about this sentence doesn't work for me. So there's a first part, which is, hey, something doesn't work. And I've, I've literally left the comment awkward, as in I don't know what's wrong with the sentence, but something isn't working. Many times, though, I'm trying to do the next step, which is, why isn't it working? What isn't working for me? Is it just the sentence grammar is off? Is it something about the word choice? Is it a POV shift as I found tonight? Is it, what is it? And then the third stage is to go, how would I write this? If I feel that this isn't right, how would I approach making it right? And again, I don't know necessarily if this author is ever going to read these notes in depth or if they even matter to them, if they're already thoughts they've had, if they're already far ahead or whatever, um, or if they're completely off base, because I, I definitely interpret stories differently, but it's an, it's an, it's a practice for me to go, how do I express things and what do I put emphasis on? One of the interesting things is, is that I was able to ask the other members of this writing circle what do you think about my writing? What do I do well? What do I do badly? Where should I put my focus? And descriptions were definitely one of the things where I do a lot of description. I do a, a tremendous amount of description, perhaps too much, uh, but it's where I can sink my teeth into things. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I have interesting characters and there's always an element of quirk about the characters, which I thought that, that reflects my role-playing game and, and RPG experience. I think that's probably where that comes from. Wanting to make characters interesting so that players will interact with them, making them uh, intriguing so they want to they know more about the stories. Plotting is not my strong point. I don't do very good plots. In fact, it's arguable in some, some of the stuff I've written, there is no plot. It's kind of just all there. That's a problem. I need to fix that. But again, looking at the way that these other writers have written their stories and how I would do them differently is incredibly useful to me. Um, I did, I was doing some training with some, some, uh, volunteer members of the radio station. And that's part of what I was also, what I've also been big on in the experience of doing community radio, which is my day job. Uh, I train people for the radio. I train volunteers for it. And part of what I've realized over the years is one of the reasons that we are very, very valuable to them is they get a chance to experience it by doing it. 
And it's the same sort of feeling I'm having from this writing circle. Even though I'm not writing my own stories necessarily in these cases, I'm understanding what story means to me, where I find resonance of stories, where I find interesting parts of stories, where I find interesting techniques or where it resonates with how I would describe or lay out a situation. There's a number of cases where I've looked at this, this writing and, and said things, for example, conclusion before action, which is that the, the end of a particular action or outcome has been told to me before the action happens. Oftentimes it's the case of something is described in detail and then you get the, the, uh, it's kind of like the room looks like this. And then the main character walks into the room. That's, that's a pretty typical example. And I pick that out now. I pick that out and I see that that bothers me. And as a writer, I'm not going to write it that way. I want to make sure that I don't write it that way. So this has been an extraordinarily uh, interesting process. So the, the writing and story analysis parts of the, of the title and then the truthful fiction is again, what fiction feels right to me? What about this situation feels right? What about it feels wrong? Why is it wrong to me? And how would I adapt it to make it something uh, that, that rings true? Even though it's all fiction, it's all made up. Uh, then, and, and in many cases too, you've got fantasy or science fiction in which you can break all the rules because you're defining new rules. You're recreating your own universe and there are particular rules in that universe. Now, granted, if you break those rules, it's no longer truthful fiction. But in any case... I've been wandering out loud far too long. I'm spending way too long at these. I apologize. I am weighing down the bell curve of the uh, of the time. Myself and, and Michael Butler are both on the far end of the long curve for it. So I do apologize to all of you following along with the dog days of podcasting. I apologize to anyone who listens just to wandering out loud for that matter. Uh, because I've been doing this for three years and, and I've taken a lot of your time as well as my own. If you're not listening to the rest of the dog days of podcasting, then you're missing out on some very interesting content from a bunch of interesting people. Uh, I may have a meta episode. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm so much is happening. I'm not sure if I have an opportunity to remember all the things that are going on, but I want to thank all the participants again this year for, for uh, being part of it. This is our 10th year doing this, which is amazing. Go to dogdaysofpodcasting.com if you are only listening to my show, and you should listen to the rest. You can also participate, if you will. Uh, it started at the beginning of August, but there's no no saying you can't start now. Um, it's an interesting challenge to do a podcast a day until DragonCon, essentially. So if you are listening to the Dog Days of Podcasting and you're wondering what the hell this is, this is Wandering Out Loud. I'm Mark the Encaffeinated One. Find this and everything else at encaffeinated.ca, and I... I'll talk to you again tomorrow about something or other. I have no idea what.